Yeah, earth-shattering news last night. Uh, Phoenix Suns making a huge splash on Matt Ishbia's first official day as the owner of the franchise. They acquire Kevin Durant from the Brooklyn Nets here to help us break it down and help uh, further the reaction to this enormous trade. Rick Buecher from FS1 joins us on the Arizona Sports Line. Rick, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Thanks for moving aside some of your uh, football guests. <laughs> I, I, yeah, no. Rick, we're going to set a record for, for uh, segments not talked at a Super Bowl while on Radio Row because we've talked absolutely zero, and that will continue to be the case. Uh, what does yeah. Kevin Durant do for the Phoenix Suns? Ah, well, it's it's what the Phoenix Suns are now collectively. Uh, I mean, with Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Kevin Durant, uh, DeAndre Ayton, I think what he does is he renews the idea of the Suns are going for it now. Uh, it seemed as if, while I think at the beginning of the year, much because they went to the finals two years ago and had the best record in the league last year, that uh, we still saw the Phoenix Suns as being in that championship window. Uh, it didn't feel like it this season. And there's a lot of teams that we consider contenders that have not played well. But this, I, I, at least on a surface level, uh, presents them as okay. We're going to take another swing at this, and uh, and we're going to go for it now. What concerns me is that when you talk about championship teams, depth is a very important part of that, yes. and versatility is a very important part of that, and they feel very top heavy to me. Uh, so maybe. True. I should maybe I should put it this way. I think he solidifies them as a team that is going to the playoffs. I don't know that he necessarily makes them a better championship caliber team and and if he does, they better get it done now because <laughs> I don't see this team coming back as is next year, and they don't have a whole lot of resources to change it. Yeah, we're talking to Rick Buecher from FS1 here on uh, Bickley and Murata Mornings. On that depth uh, point that you just brought up, Rick, I mean, you yeah. we got hours until the deadline. Are, are, do you see any viable moves to improve the depth today for the Suns before this is all well, said and done? Th- honestly, it's why I... While I love I love the, the move from entertainment pur- purposes and it's and it's a gutsy move. I, I wasn't I wasn't enthralled with it from the Suns standpoint because they gave up so much. And I I think you guys are probably more conscious of this seeing the Suns on a regular basis than maybe people across the country who just know that Kevin Durant went to the Phoenix Suns and is joining Chris Paul and and Devin Booker, but. Like Mikael Bridges has just impressed the heck out of me in what he is. Cam Johnson, a young wing. Um, I, I think that they miss not having Jay Crowder in the in the rotation this year. You're taking all of that away, and now your wings coming off the bench are Landry Shamit and and T.J. Warren behind Tory Craig in the starting lineup. The starting lineup looks impressive, but I don't know that. I don't know that they are a more viable title-contending team now with Kevin Durant than they were before they made this deal. And the four unprotected picks with Chris yeah. Paul at you know at hitting his expiration date and 
Kevin Durant at 34, 35, injury prone. I, it just, it, 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 I felt like the Nets were under the gun. And this deal takes them out of that and puts the Suns uh, uh, under the gun as far as getting something done. Yeah, I, I think you. Uh, I think you kind of summarized it very accurately. We, as a market and as a basketball town, really wanted a, a visual sign that that they're back in the game because with the Arizona Cardinals and the Suns both have kind of really underwhelmed recently, and it's had an effect on all of us. Um, okay, let me ask you this: Last year, you were somebody who very candidly exposed what we all kind of saw the flaws in Devin Booker were and the immaturity mm. emotionally of that team against Dallas hunting for fouls not it just it, just losing yep. their edge does Kevin yep. Durant's championship championship experience mean anything to the mix uh, it does in that I don't think that he would he would partake in the same thing but it doesn't because he's not a guy who holds his teammates accountable if you're looking for Kevin Durant to come in and be that leader, he's not going to be that. He wasn't that in Golden State. He certainly wasn't that in Brooklyn. He he has said, I don't have any interest in that. I just want a ball. So, again, my great concern is you gave up four unprotected first-round picks, and Chris Paul, to me, was still the leader and the linchpin to making the the Phoenix Suns a serious contender. And even he had the flaw in that he kind of bought into the emotional tumult as well. It's, it's his strength and his weakness and that he has yeah. to be there. Now, it works as a strength when he was also Chris Paul, when he can impose his uh it, it himself on on a game i i just i haven't seen that so i i hate to come on here after something that's no. as thrilling as kevin durant you know getting kevin durant i mean i saw that in my first my first who <laughs> was holy and then you know i got a couple of pieces like when i found that the mikhail bridges and Cam Johnson were both in the deal. And I was kind of tickled by the fact that they also sent Jay Crowder, Jay Crowder being, being persona non grata because, because of Cam Johnson. Like, we're going to send both of you to the Nets. You guys can figure it out. <laughs> um, that kind of that tickled me a little bit. But, I, look, every team in the league is looking for players like Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson, and to get Mikael, Br- I, I hate to go go on and on about him, but he's on a he's on a deal that he's three more years for a very reasonable in this day and age, mm-hmm. uh, twenty five million per basically. I, I just I think that combined with the unprotected picks, considering where the Nets were, because I did not think they could make this kind of deal unless they waited until summertime and the fact that they were able to do it now and turn the page considering that what a week and a half ago they were simply uh you know vying for well a month ago a month ago they were the second team in the eastern conference and humming and then kd gets hurt and they lose a little bit of their mojo. And then Kyrie a week ago says, I want out. I want to be traded. And they go from the penthouse to just uh, in disarray. And they come out of it with the assets and the pieces that they have. I feel as if the Nets took advantage of 
Mark Cuban's hunger to put something next to Luka Doncic, and they took advantage of a brand-new owner who wanted to make a big splash and just didn't have the patience to kind of play this out a little bit, maybe wait until the summer, run it run it with the team that he had, and decided, no, I got a chance to kick Kevin Durant. I'm going to go get him now. And quite honestly, I've overpaid for, for what he's getting. Rick Buecher, our guest uh, here from FS1. Before we let you go, Rick, I mean, this. sometimes we get to the trade deadline and it's much ado about nothing. So far, we've seen three massive deals go down. Do you get the feeling anything else huge is going down? Because there seems to be some bubbling speculation Anthony on Anthony Davis. Davis. Yeah. I would be, well, I've been surprised. So I didn't think the Kevin Durant thing, I knew he was going to get traded. I just did not think it was going to go down until the summer. So all bets are off. Um, <laughs> I, the, the, I, I know that Anthony Davis, his his reaction, behavior, with the when LeBron broke the record was just bizarre, and I was told that it was because he didn't get touches early in that game, which is just kind of like, do you not see what this night is all about? And, and <laughs> this is the night you're going to get upset about not getting touches. It's not like it's the first; it's the first time it's happened. So I am not going to. Uh, I'm not going to say that it can't happen. I have not heard of a team specifically, unlike. Look, the Phoenix Suns had already expressed interest in KD, and KD had already said, that's the place I want to go. So we knew that that existed. I don't know of the team right now that is pining to get AD. So could it happen? Absolutely. Do I know exactly who would jump up and want to make that deal? I don't. I would say it's safe to say that whoever makes it, uh, the Lakers are not going to get what they got out of uh, what what the Nets got out of KD. And I'll say this, it it kind of doesn't make sense because um, as I'm as I'm thinking it through. Because you 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 really in giving up one of your your first round picks and the way this is shaped, you really you've really said we're gonna try to get to the playoffs now. And let's face it, Anthony Davis probably does more for the Sun the uh, the Lakers than I presumably, if you're trading him, you're trading him for future assets and and to rebuild. I don't know that there's a big right. out there gotcha. uh, of his magnitude that would work uh, for them. Rick, great stuff as always. Thanks for making some time for us Thank this morning. You, we appreciate it. My pleasure, guys. Rick Buecher, FS1.